0: Faith is disturbing. Believe it. Okay.
1: What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 240 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armor. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. This is the way. <laughs> this week we're geeking out about what we can, really. It was a pretty slow news week in the geek world, but Season two of The Mandalorian did come out, so it's going to be a good show. Uh, it's also the beginning of the month, so one thing with slash uh, giving if if you wanted to give to GeeksandGrace, the beginning of the month is the best time to do it, or at the very end of a month, just because when you give is when your reoccurring is going to happen. If you want to do reoccurring, so I figured this would be a good time to to mention it. Uh, that way, you know, you're only if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, you're only a few days off of the first of the month. Uh, and you know it, it's weird to get a recurring payment like in the middle of the month throws me off always so
2: it's super easy to use too right on the site and everything yeah, yeah.
1: geeksneries.com slash giving I believe uh, you can just go to geeksneries.com and you, you'll see it on there uh, mm-hmm. and super intuitive if you want to just give once you could do that too if you've never thought about doing that before go for it also we have a shop open I always not mention that I'm wearing one of our t-shirts right now It is incredibly soft It is so, so soft
2: I've worn mine like four or five times Since I've got it (laughs) Yeah,
1: they're so comfortable (laughs) And you can get them at Geeksnerace.com slash shop So it's not hard to find And uh, yeah There's their shirts, there's face masks And there's decal stickers that go great For like on your car or on a water bottle Or something Um, They are a bit large i definitely think of cars when i see them uh, yeah they're cool all right we'll get into the gaming yeah what uh what have you been playing lj uh
2: so uh, i got watchdogs legion recently yeah um i wasn't initially gonna pick it up because cyberpunk was coming out so soon but it got delayed and we'll talk about that later hmm. um <laughs> But yeah, so I'm really liking Watch Dogs Legion. It does that whole, the whole hook of this one is that you can basically recruit anyone to to DeadSec, which is like the resistance, mm-hmm. uh, like hacker group. You can basically recruit any NPC in the world, anybody you want. That's crazy. Yeah, and it works very well. Sometimes the algorithm, like, gets messed up a little bit, um... But it's really neat because you can like they have all these different traits uh that uh you know that make them unique like uh if you do like the brawl side missions you can inc- uh, you can recruit people that uh have like like hand-to-hand combat traits uh there's okay. like construction workers that like uh they can take cargo drones and you can like fly those across the city to your next objective if you want so you almost kind
1: of want to collect them all type thing
2: yeah, yeah. It's almost like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> My you thing with this catch is, them
1: all. I don't remember... I don't know if you have to, like... You can get Aiden Pierce, the original That's character. That's the
2: season pass thing, I think, yes. Okay, because if
1: I were to get that, I would just want to use Aiden, Aiden, Aiden Pierce.
2: Well, so, the question, did you actually like Aiden Pierce as a character?
1: I liked that game. I know a lot of people didn't. I didn't mind it at all.
2: Okay, because he's just... The the criticism from that was that he's a boring character. So um,
1: maybe See, there's yeah. like didn't mind it. I don't know. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean, I didn't either. Uh, but I think that yeah, that's attached to the season pass. But uh, there's okay. definitely characters that are like more unique that have more abilities. Like um, I just basically liberated Westminster before the podcast. Uh, before we we uh, logged on. And uh, I got to climb a spider bot through Big Ben and, like, set off all these fireworks. And uh, I unlocked a recruit that was a spy. And so she's got, like, a silenced pistol, uh, a special watch that can, like, disable weapons. And she's got all this really cool stuff while other characters may only can do certain things. And they'll have little mini bios. Uh, Like, I found this one girl who's got a revolver and i was like "Ooh, like i want to use her because she's got a revolver and so her little bio is that she uploads like videos of weapon modifications mm-hmm. and so i was like hey that's a kind of a neat little like reason why she has the revolver like yeah you can kind of you can kind of play with your head cannon uh, when, when you play this game and kind of like have i don't you know found any creatures just... yet
1: no i have not that would be cool
2: That would be cool. Uh, That's something I might keep an eye out for. Um, Some other things you can do, like you can recruit people who have uniforms, like specifically, like you can recruit somebody who's in the medical field or you can recruit somebody who's with Albion, which is the big evil corporation in the game and you can uh, use them. Yeah, you can use them to walk right in and at that point, it almost becomes like a Hitman kind of scenario. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool stuff you can do um the story's kind of okay so far it's not like super great um but it's it's a lot of fun i'm actually reviewing it uh it turns out um i guess uh i had somebody had said they were interested but then i was i've been the one who's playing it and so i was like all right well i guess i guess it's me then i'm on the job so (laughs) uh y'all can expect that review out sometime soon Uh, i'm trying to play as much of that game as i can before the new consoles roll out um yeah,
1: speaking so, of Ubisoft, you'll be proud of me. I never buy a brand new game. I just had Bigsby go off. Sorry, LJ. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> that's oh, that's funny because there's a um, in Watch Dogs there's a Bagley, which is basically like a British Jarvis.
1: Okay, perfect. All right, <laughs> it works out then. It works. <clears throat> I didn't even know my phone was on. Uh, okay, you'll be proud of me because I never buy video games, and I definitely don't pre-order video games. But I have Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, pre-ordered on my PS4, and I'm very nice. excited for it. Let's
0: go. When does that I, come out? Huh? Uh, uh,
1: next week. It won't be. I won't be able to talk about this next podcast, but uh, it comes out that Tuesday, I believe.
2: Yeah, it comes out ah, the week okay. that next-gen consoles launch. It comes out when the Xbox launches, and then uh, it'll be available on the PS5. And Tuesday, such a weird day. T- yeah. Tuesdays are common. Are they? Yeah. I, I mean, don't, Fridays, games,
1: I don't know anymore. Like, so <laughs> they
2: come by every week. Well, so uh <laughs> that's a good one. Um Tuesdays are actually pretty common releases, uh, uh-huh. release days, but more and more Fridays have become the more common release time. See, that's like, what especially I expected. Like Nintendo, uh, maybe that's why cuz Nintendo adopts the Friday thing a lot. Okay. Um, but then like music comes out on Fridays, movies come out on Fridays. Like yep. I think even music used to be on Tuesdays. Um,
1: Tuesday's a weird
2: yeah. day. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's cool though. I'm. I'm. I think. Uh, um, I'll have to see what you think about it. Like me personally, like the things I've been hearing, kind of make it seem like it's gonna be just okay. Like I'm sure the Viking theme is gonna be legit. Like it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, but really as an that. Assassin's Creed game, it just seems like it's not gonna do. It's not doing anything impressive. And it. And from what I've heard, it's got some issues. Like as far as like early impressions go. Um, I mean, so I decided this. Yeah, it's like I decided screwed. to skip
0: it. Yeah.
2: Cool. They're thinking they've already ran the RPG Well Drive like only 3 games into this new format. <laughs>
1: yeah. It'll be I'm excited for it. We'll see how I feel about the uh, side quests it's, it's... the biggest deviation for me.
2: Oh, yes, the side quests sound weird too. They're very silly apparently.
1: Yeah, and they're not uh in a list, it, it almost sounds like if you miss it, you miss it, which would be weird.
2: Yeah, they're like more like world events and things you encounter, apparently.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, we'll see. I kind of like... Not that I do a lot of side quests, but I like kind of the drawn-out things that I can go back to.
2: Uh, mm.
1: and so, to not be able to go back to something would be... I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'm reading it into it wrong. Uh, cool. Yeah. What have you been playing, Shelly?
0: So, a uh, couple new things, actually. So... Cool. First off, the Age of Clammy demo was released, which is really exciting, um, and that's coming out later in November, I believe, yeah. Yeah. but if you don't remember, um, this is the Hyrule Warriors-esque game, it's kind of like a little bit, it's, it's a Zelda spinoff, but it's a prequel, Is the prequel to Breath of the Wild, so it takes place during the war that ha- occurred 100 years before Age of, um, sorry, Breath of the Wild. So, yeah. um, but it's a warrior style game. Yeah. So the demo is the first chapter. So it features two fights, two like battles. Um, you get to play as Link and Impa and Zelda, and they're all really fun in different ways. So basically, I mean, Link is pretty classic. He fights with the sword. He has the option for a bow. Um, mm-hmm. Impa is just straight up ninja which is really cool um and both of them actually do have uh sheikah slate options like you can occasionally throw bombs um or make like an ice pillar or something um zelda her attacks are all sheikah slate but they're like turbo like she can make Mm. really big bombs she can do like crazy stuff and like with all the um she can combine them and so yeah, it's really cool. I, I'm liking it so far. Um, and there's... You can, like, collect items and things. And you can use those items to... Um, there's, like, little... Not, like, full-blown quests, but there's just, like, Oh, here's this, you know, area on the map. This person needs this these things. And you, like, give them those things. And then you, you know, get something from it. Um, so there's more interactivity there with, like, the whole world. Which is neat. Um... Yeah, I know, I'm thinking, how it. how big is
1: this map compared to, like, Breath of the Wild? It couldn't be...
0: Well, it's the same map, the same map that you see, but you don't get to, like, explore it like oh, okay. you do in Breath of the Wild. Okay. Yeah. but it's a, it's a like,
2: Warriors game, so it's closed off.
0: Yes. That's um, cool. There's, the places where you physically are roaming or, and exploring are when you're fighting a battle. That's when you're roaming and exploring.
1: Um, that could be cool to watch. Like, I know there's that giant town in front of the castle... I don't know if you'd ever get to see that, but I would assume that town yeah. 100 years ago was a town and not just ruins.
0: Yeah. All oh, right. Right. Um, yeah, it's really cool, really cool. that Harula just seems so full of life. Like, obviously, it's in the middle of a war, which is bad, but like, you just, there's so many people, and you're just like,
1: that's cool. Whoa! Like this. My there's biggest like a complaint whole with Breath of the here. Wild was there wasn't enough towns.
0: Yeah. So it's it really barren. changes that up and in, in a really interesting and cool way. Um, It stops you right before um, the chapter that you recruit. All of the the four guardians or the four... um, Like Revali. The the four champions, yeah. So it stops you right before then, which I'm like, I want to do that, but that's because I'm I'm getting the game. It's the demo is free on Switch right now. And it carries over what you've done once you get the game. So if you're at all interested, there is absolutely no harm in getting the demo. He's literally free. And it, it, yeah. I know a lot of people, I have friends who are really questioning, like, oh, like, I'm I'm interested in the lore and characters, but I'm not so interested in, like, I don't know if I'll like the gameplay. Again, just get the demo, try the gameplay, try the fighting. Um, if you don't like it, then you know you won't like the rest of it. But if you're kind of into it, then, yeah, why not? So, that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's absolutely nutty. The uh, There's a mini that came out um the day that the demo came out right because they're just like oh there's a demo out today but showed off that you can control the big divine beasts and it's Ooh. so cool and i'm really <laughs> yeah. hyped for that i was like i i saw that and i almost screamed i was just like this is so hype you just get to be like gigantic like shooting lasers and i don't know maybe feel like, 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 like running a megazord monster. exactly yeah. yeah i'm just like <laughs>
1: do you remember the hoax that was the little guardians and it was like the keys to the guardians you could cook it so there was this whole we did it too i don't know what i was thinking because of course it was fake um but it was (laughs) i read it online and everyone would say it was real and so it was just like okay sure we'll check it out and you had to go get a bunch of dragon scales or horns or whatever from the the, from the big floaty dragons yeah um and a bunch of other impossible things and then you would go and you'd cook it and then it just turned into, uh, what do they call the gross smelling, whatever the food that wasn't a, The like bad visible? food. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, but apparently sounds, it wasn't supposed to do that. Sounds was... like
2: somebody. Yeah. I was yeah, gonna I got... say sounds like somebody had a uncle at Nintendo.
1: <laughs> I got pranked. Um, but it was supposed you to give you wait? you're supposed to cook all that stuff and it would make a key and then you could drive the little guardians, and. I so badly wanted to do that that I Did didn't you even Did just
0: waste a bunch of really valuable items.
1: Yeah. Bro. Spent hours.
0: <laughs> I don't even feel bad. <laughs> it would have um, been so
1: cool.
0: Yeah, that would.
1: But Divine beast is cooler though.
0: You can so. drive them in this game. Like that is a that's a thing. It's shown <laughs> off. So That's cool. That's what I played that. I also played some uh, also announced that direct um, and I got it just cause it looked cute and it was really, um, cheap. Part-time UFO. You, um, oh, you yeah, are a little UFO and you basically just do part-time jobs for people. You pick up things, you drop things off with your crane. Um, and it takes a little bit more skill than I anticipated. Some of them I'm like, oh, wait, I, this is actually a little bit difficult. <laughs> um, but it's really cute and you can, um, it has a really cute aesthetic and like, I like the soundtrack The music it like has like this occurring theme that plays in every level but it like changes it up a bit compare like depending on what you're doing um and you can use the money you get to get cute little outfits that actually help you um but i got like a witch outfit because of halloween and um Hmm. it's just really cute and it's by HAL laboratories so you know same people did kirby um so it looks like the kirby ufo like, it's the same, uh, like, cool. look, cool. essentially, which is really exciting. But, um, yeah, it's just a really cute, like, good mobile, or not mobile game, but, like, for um, handheld. Um, yeah, it's just really cute. And the game I've really been putting time into is Hades on Switch. Yes! That, that game was so good. Man, It's so good. I mean, and I was, I was always a little bit interested in it, and then it, you know, came out on Switch. And I'm like, hmm, and then it finally got <laughs> on sale, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'm gonna get it. And um, my friend has been playing it and he's been like, I need someone else to play it so I could talk to them about it. And this <laughs> game, I am so impressed by it. The intention to detail mm. and the way that they like, like every single, ro- it's a roguelike game, if people don't know, okay. um, by Super Giant Games. And I just, I've never enjoyed a roguelike this much. Like they keep it so fresh. And yeah, they, keep they everything connected to the story. Yes, yeah. It's like crazy. The fact that that you cuz and, and people may have been um may be familiar with this game, but if you're not, just a very quick summary of the, you know, what you do in this game is you're playing as the son of Hades, you're trying to escape the underworld. Um and every time you die, you get sent back to the house of Hades because that's that's what you do. You die, you give give out there. Um but you're like a god, so you don't die die. Um <laughs> But yeah, you're always trying to escape and get further. You can unlock new weapons. You get boons from the gods that can really influence how your runs go. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like do different builds and stuff, and it's really cool. Like the art style is amazing. The character designs yeah. amazing. The voice acting's good. The music's really cool. Um, and yeah, the attention to detail is blows my mind. Like everyone seems to know. Like y- you you die right by some random enemy. And then you get you know back to the house of hades and hypnosis there and he's just like oh this enemy took you out didn't he that's tough and i'm like oh you just like knew that yeah because then he
2: provides tips for you to like how to beat beat
0: an enemy sometimes and he's so sassy he's like have you tried uh not getting hit by that and i'm like (laughs) shut um and like characters know like how far you get like once you go to the next sort of area um, the gods and your friends, um, I guess I don't know if they're really friends, but the other people in the underworld are like noticed. They're like, hey, I heard you got to like Elysium. That's that's interesting. Um, and that's just like, that's crazy to me. So that's cool. I, that's really good. I don't know if it's still on sale. It was on sale when I picked it up for 20 bucks. Definitely worth 20 bucks, 100%. I probably even worth full price. I think full price is 40. Uh so, 25, I think. Or is it 25? Full price. Yeah. Okay absolutely worth the price. Um, It's really it's a really cool game. Yes, cool. it's, it's
2: worth it. I think I talked about it like a month ago or so and I've yeah I've it
0: as well. I think it fits really well on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So, I'm really glad I picked it up.
1: Graphically, already. it looks like a Switch. I think it would look like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah. I've never played a bad game from Supergiant Games. Every game they've made is like top-notch indie.
0: Like, That's I cool. own Transistor. I just... Mm-hmm. I never got around to playing it um yeah so it makes me bastion
2: really is play. really good too that game no is usually on sale for like two to three dollars on switch
0: all the time nice and uh yeah
2: that's a good one to play too
0: sweet cool. that's what i've been playing
1: sweet. well cool. i didn't play a lot of video games so I was at the texas renaissance fair which i totally forgot to bring up at the top of the podcast like i said i would That's right. uh, i'll was talk it? about that after gaming news we'll go into okay. the next we'll just fit it in there somewhere um but i had to play a little bit more of genshin impact finally got one of the dungeons down i guess is what you'd call it um and that was less fun than the game has been so far i i still need to play some more i just kind of stopped because i got busy um and i'll probably play a little bit more of it but the the dungeons so far have were very much like run through kill a few things go to the next room kill a few things mm-hmm. and just felt really repetitive and also, like, it was weird that it was repetitive, because it's kind of what you do in the overworld. is just, like, find little things, uh, find little camps, and kill the... I can't remember what they're called. hill the Hill trolls. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the hill trolls. Um, and so it was kind of weird. I think I... you were even killing hill trolls in the dungeon. Uh, and I'm sure that changes up, but I was just like, meh. So, I'll play a little bit more. It's still cool for a mobile game. Um, but other than that, I was... Oh, I was at a renaissance fair, so I didn't play a lot because there was no internet at all. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> we get into the gaming news.
2: Alrighty. Uh, for gaming news, first piece uh, I mentioned earlier is that Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed again by 21 days. What, what? It, It's a meme that everybody's just saying, like, oh, the, the, the release date's in the title. 2077 2077
1: <laughs> i love their tweet that they did so yeah. much that it was like do you think we delete this anyone will notice and it was saying that there would be no more delays yeah oh, man. so good uh, i just
0: someone the day before mm-hmm. asked him on twitter was like are we gonna get it on the same on on the day are we yeah. gonna get it on the day are there gonna be more delays like no more delays it's, it's gonna happen on the day Social really media folks and developers
2: and Ugh. everybody involved, like, it had to go through the proper channels. <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: on yeah. one hand, crunch is bad.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: On the other hand, delaying a game for, what, like, three or four times at this point? like oh Third my gosh. delay, I think. Okay, okay. I just, and I understand, it's just, I don't know. I have a lot of friends who are really excited for this game. Yeah. They're already thinking it's going to be their game of the year. And it's really interesting because <laughs> at this point, it's not even going to be really considered a game of this year. It's going to be I be still a think the idea of that November
2: games are eligible for game of the year is not great, in my opinion. But, like, mm-hmm. even December, yeah, now it's going to be, like, Smash. Exactly. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be. be
0: essentially a 2021 game, which is, or yep. at least for Game Awards, as you consider, it's going to be 2021. Um, yeah. But it's just, like, I... What if this game was bad? I almost want it to be bad, just, <laughs> just to like. Cause yeah. It's building all this crazy hype, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like a couple delays, is like one thing, but a third delay, I just. I, I don't want know. this game to be I perfect, guess,
1: so as much time as they need. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah,
0: I guess I'm just thankful I'm not, um, planning on really playing this game, <laughs> because I yeah. feel like I would be way too emotionally invested in these delays and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would be putting my expectations way too high with all of these delays as well. Yeah. Like, like it would have to be, like, a super perfect game. Best game I ever played in my life. That sort of thing. Which, I mean, I feel like it's probably still going to be a really good game. But it'd be really yeah. funny to me if it was a really bad game. If, they like, they released it and there was just bugs everywhere. <laughs> if there were just a lot of, like, bad issues with it. That'd just be hilarious to me. But also, like, kind of sad. I don't know. I have yeah. a weird sense of humor.
1: Coming out of Witcher 3... 3- <laughs> Uh, I know the game will be very different than Witcher Three, but if it was yes. just that game in the future, I would like be happy with it. So yeah, I got low expectations. I don't. I don't need a lot out of it for it to be a good game for me.
2: Yeah. Right. So my worry is that there's this audience that thinks it's going to be some futuristic open world GTA, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's going to be that. It's going to be a heavily. It's going to be a heavy RPG. Yeah, Super yeah.
0: Story, character-oriented. Which yeah. is cool, but that's true. Yeah. Some people don't want that.
2: Yeah, and... Um, so, the reason they said that they are delaying it is because now they have nine platforms that they're having to optimize for. So, I believe oh. that is all of the this gen's base platforms, such as, like, Xbox, PS4, and then... Uh, so, all the mid-range... Uh, all the mid-gen releases, so that's uh, X- so Xbox One X, Xbox One S, and then the PS4 Pro. Yeah. And then you have the next-gen stuff with the two Xboxes and the PS5, and then PC, um, and then Stadia.
1: <laughs> so. That's
2: a lot. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm it's amazed that
1: Rockstar hasn't made a futuristic game. Like, you have Old West and you have modern-day. They could fill yeah. that. If, if Cyberpunk doesn't do that, they could definitely fill that space.
2: Yeah. I mean, it'll be, I think it'll be something close, but yeah, Rockstar knows that basically if they slap a Grand Theft Auto or a Red Dead title on something, then it's going to print money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you could take cars I mean, cool, in though. the Cyberpunk yeah.
1: 2077. I oh, was seeing all the different cars you could take.
2: Yeah. There's all these, you know, they talked about. Uh, That's all, all Grand Theft th- Auto th- is to
1: me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean Cyberpunk is going to be an action an action game but I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be what everybody is so hyped for. Like I just don't think that anything that this game comes out to be is
0: going to live up to
2: anybody's hype.
0: I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Yeah. Not going to lie. It's going to um, be like
2: Red Dead when it comes out, it's going to be very divisive.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. I just feel like I you can't really have that perfect of a game, you know. Yeah. Like it's not going to fulfill literally all your expectations. Yeah. Like that's that's impossible. Jamie unless somehow...
1: three, where magic or magic, like, guns. I'm happy.
2: Or even like Death Stranding, like that game, like had all yeah. this hype, and yeah. it turned out it turned out that it was pretty divisive, but people actually liked it, you know. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. sure. true. U.P.S. Oh, I don't simulator. know. I just <laughs> yeah. never understood why there was so much hype behind Cyberpunk 2077, but also Cyberpunk is not really my aesthetic, right? It's not really my thing, like Blade Runner. So The
2: only reason it has this much hype is because Witcher 3 became the one that everybody discovered from CG Project Red. Yeah. I think yeah, Witcher 3 is the huge only when reason. that show was released. Yeah, and I to mean, be not fair... Even, not even the show, just... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, the game. Yeah, the game and then the show, but... Yeah. Well,
1: the show made the sales go, like crazy yeah. very recently
0: yeah that's true and, so. and to be fair i i don't really understand behind the hype behind the witcher 3 as well so that's also okay. part of it like i tried witcher 3 and i didn't like it that much how long did you get it not that much time i rage quit because like, okay. i got stuck <laughs> because of bad game design i don't okay. blame myself that's for fair. that one it
2: <laughs> <does have some laughs> i'll give it that it does I... have a little bit of rpg
0: jank.
1: I think there were two weeks or so. I can't believe I played it as long as I did before liking it. Um, I didn't just give up. But you go back to the podcast that we were doing when I was playing it. Like, I didn't like it at first. I was like, it looks dated, feels dated. I don't understand how anything works.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think Joe got upset with you about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I (laughs) I ended up liking the game, though. So, I mean, I stuck with it. I don't know.
0: I could give a second chance, but I'm having so much fun with other games that yeah. I don't yeah. really want to time sync. I have to commit so much time to, I would have to commit so much time to Witcher 3 that I don't want to. It's like, yeah. I would rather do a new game plus a Persona 5 Royal instead if I wanted to play something long, you know? There you go. That's that's I'm my sad. personal thing.
1: They said, this is kind of on tangents now, but um, yeah, they they said that the story is going to be shorter because people complained that Witcher 3's story was too long. And I definitely didn't think Witcher 3's story was too long. So I'm kind of bummed about that. Well,
2: I think what they meant by that is they're definitely scaling down the scope of it because you could spend hours and hours of Witcher three and not even advance the story.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <But> I enjoyed <laughs> so, that. I don't know. I flew, I flew through the story though. I v-lined it, and I don't know. Uh, that's not how you're supposed to play that game.
2: Eh, you can play. You can, if you buy a I game, you can play you it. Want. however you want. <laughs> Right. Yeah, a CD
0: Projekt Red game, you play however you want.
1: That's what I at least know for them. Anyway, yeah, so on that map.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that that delay, though, um, it's got a lot. uh, It's got a lot of people talking. Yeah. Um, Next piece of news. I just think this is kind of cool because, I mean, it is easily the biggest game out there. But um,
1: whether you like it or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. Epic announced that the next-gen upgrade for Fortnite will be out when the new consoles launch. Um, So if you play it or your kids play it, um, (laughs) that's going to be, like, I mean, yeah, you're getting a new console. For me, I don't want to get a new console to play Fortnite. I'm going to buy other stuff, but hey, it's still Fortnite. It's still on there. It goes with you. It's so Um, weird that we live
1: in the world now that, like the next gen upgrade for it will happen and not just it's backwards compatible um
0: yeah because like
1: I don't, it wouldn't be news if it was just backwards compatible like yeah it, it plays yeah. the old version but they've got to upgrade it for these new consoles and like yep that's just it's a new thing i don't think it's, a, it's a re-release
2: me, um like but it's just automatic
1: yeah well and i'm so sure they're they optimizing play some of the fortnite?
2: stuff a <laughs> lot a lot of people play I fortnite feel like, i feel like it's
0: not a thing anymore just Maybe I'm just, seeing, I'm just seeing less of it, and that makes me yeah.
2: happy. Yeah, so the thing is, it's like, I know we talked Twitch about this we... with, like, The Walking Dead. When ratings go down of something, that makes news, but they really don't go down that much. People are still consuming these types of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not in the news as often. It's just
0: not in the news. Yep. I'll, I'll yeah.
2: it. <laughs> 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 um, the Marvel stuff is still pretty cool in it, though. That's what's got a lot of people back in it.
1: And like um, Aquaman too, right? What doesn't have Aquaman? Uh,
2: maybe even the uh, months ago, I think it, DC had some stuff in there, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy.
1: Like Marvel and DC were both in a game.
2: Yeah, like, that hasn't happened uh, since Legos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's, that, that's exciting. I mean, just it's kind of like I mentioned earlier. Like when I get a PS Five, if I get a, if I acquire a PS Five next week like i'm gonna buy a new game to play with it but then there's other stuff that's gonna be there like bug snacks is gonna be free which bug is cool snacks. um which i probably <laughs> could have put in the news until i just thought of that um but uh you know there's gonna be stuff to play when we buy these new consoles it's not like okay i'm gonna spend 500 and then another hundred dollars on new games to play um so that's exciting cool and then more next gen talk. Uh, I this was interesting enough. I felt like we should bring it up. But uh, Sony uh, is cracking down on people who are making uh, third party custom faceplates. Yeah. Um. Apparently, one guy uh, in particular, I forget the name at the moment, but um, they literally like they're now um,
1: they were PlayStation Four. I don't know if they are now. <laughs> That's a clever. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. PlayStation 5, sorry.
2: Yeah, they. Um, so Sony basically issued a, a takedown, issued, you know, told them to uh, basically shut it down, which tells us that there could be some custom Sony faceplates for that PS5 in the future.
1: Which is cool. I hope they don't, like, price gouge them too badly. Because I do get, like,. You get a new game out, and then instead of having to buy a whole new console for like this edition,
2: it'd be cool—like twenty to thirty bucks. You get like a Spider-Man faceplate or something.
1: Yeah, and we've seen that they're pretty easy to take on and off, so yeah, it makes sense to me. I just hope that because I don't—I don't really need an edition type thing. I, I just want black faceplates. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't need a bunch of skins or stuff on them. Uh, the guy that's doing the plate station. Whatever. He's still allowed to do decals. He just can't make the actual plates.
2: Right. So my thing... ooh,
1: Gold well, plated I,
2: would
0: be
1: cool.
2: Well, yeah, so my thinking was I can just take the plates off, spray paint them purple, and put the, our new Geeks Under Grace stickers on them.
1: Yeah, you totally could. Nice. Yeah. By going to <laughs> geeksundergrace.com slash shop.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's probably what I'm going to but... do. <laughs> yeah home depot for your paint or um but yeah like something like that like i i know like it would be really cool to see like kind of like you see on etsy with all these like custom switch controllers Mm -hmm. i think it would be cool if there was this like etsy like i mean i could see sony sony maybe shutting those people like etsy people down i guess too but i mean you don't see nintendo shutting those people down but i think it'd be cool like to see some crazy like face plates like that people do like on etsy or whatever i think it'd be cool custom stuff
1: cool sweet Mm. all right well i will talk a little bit about the renaissance fair i I mostly wanted to talk about just um i think the novel part of that is that i went to a big event during a pandemic um you know like what's that like right now and during the festival because we camp for those who don't know you camp uh at during the weekend at night and then um, like, we, we do, like, tent camping and then go out to the festival on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and so the festival itself was relatively safe. Uh, it was, like, no masks on outside, uh, which, I mean, makes sense enough. People were keep their distance. Yeah. And then whenever you went into the shops, if you've ever been to a Renaissance Fair, definitely do it someday uh, if you haven't. You, you go to these shops that are pretty they're, – they're open-faced, but they're very narrow and uh, tight. And so people were wearing masks while they were in these spaces. Um, and there was cool. hand sanitizer in every shop. So if you were going to touch anything, you had to do the hand sanitizer first. And so all that seemed pretty safe. The only thing would be like the fireworks show at the end of the night is in this. They have like a jousting arena and they have these amazing, amazing fireworks at Texas Renaissance Festival. Nice. I mean, the best fireworks I've ever seen. Um, anyway, I talked to says it like they're, they're just amazing. Uh, but they have these benches and the benches were like each row other every other row was crossed off was, was roped off hmm. and people were literally cutting the ropes oh and no. then every other bench was marked off with an x and everybody was sitting in in the x's like it was just everyone was really really close um so that was unfortunate <laughs> and then camping was kind of like chaos They had a fire pit going and everyone was like hunched up around the fire pit. Um, So like, yeah, not, not the most safe thing, but it was a ton of fun. It felt very, I guess maybe because just because we've been wearing the masks for so long, everything felt pretty normal. Like I didn't really, I I didn't feel like um, burdened by the masks or anything. Hmm. Uh, A lot of fun shows to watch and a lot of cool shops, a lot of handmade stuff. That's fun. I love Renaissance fairs. If you haven't gone this is a weird time to go but you should definitely try one someday cool yeah cool i'm well, gonna we move on to the movies i just wanted to bring that up <laughs> if, yeah, if yeah. anything the uh just knowing like what the real world is like out there anymore could be novel to somebody yeah
0: yeah
1: Ooh, this is definitely weird cool yeah
0: uh we don't we don't really have much uh well actually no we talked about movies first what, what movies we've watched did anyone watch movies yeah Okay. Cool. Uh, so I, to... I
1: actually watched. It's not a very new movie, um, but Gemini Man with Will Smith. How okay. And Will Smith. Um, it was okay. Yeah, Will Smith. It's weird. Smith. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, it is about <laughs> a hitman who, um, basically, for some reason or the other, the government is after him. I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into it. And so the government has a clone of him uh, that. Because he's the best of the best so they send his clone after him and Attack of the clone <laughs> yeah it's really <laughs> it's so i i think my biggest issue with it out of everything uh that I... there's a lot um was that it wasn't in the future and i think for the commercials i just i really thought that it was going to be this futuristic uh kind of like irobot for will smith uh, like a area. sci-fi
2: setting yeah
1: they didn't lean into the sci-fi much at all Uh, it was just like oh but there's it's a normal world but there's clones and I think they could have had a lot more fun with the creativity there Uh, it also does this weird thing that's almost superhero like the way that they move is um, like faster than like a normal human and so it kind of looks like they took it every fight scene and sped it up Weird. yeah like super super fast and they jump higher than anyone else and like it, it was weird to make them into superheroes when they really weren't um and you're putting them in this like really grounded realistic world so i don't know and then obviously the cgi in his face as a younger self was very cgi uh, but that was kind of expected there was a lot of have the
2: facial hair right
1: yeah yeah it's strange and they went younger than face. fresh prince like i think it would have been better if they would have gone french fresh prince will smith but they went like 16 year old will smith okay but fresh oh.
0: prince as the clone like if it was if it was literally that version, <laughs> oh, that'd be that so would be funny. worth a watch
1: yeah oh, man. i i will this is a small small spoiler for a movie that you don't really need to watch uh they start talking to each other and he goes yeah i was raised in philadelphia and I almost died oh my goodness that's great oh would you say West Philadelphia born and raised it (laughs) was so good little nod Uh, but yeah he's like younger than Fresh Prince He was the youngest I've ever seen Will Smith but like the CGI of they're like on an ocean or something in the ocean I think maybe it was at the beach but you could just tell everything was like green screen behind him hmm like, it wasn't a very well-put-together movie. So that's, that's that. I don't know. Low budget. Yeah, If you have Hulu, I mean, it's not like a waste of time. It was okay. It just wasn't like... I'm really glad I didn't pay any money for theaters. It felt like a Netflix movie. If it huh. would have been a Netflix original, I would have been like, this is all right. But the fact that it was actually in theaters is c- kind of crazy to me.
2: What's a, th- what's a theater? Yikes. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Another thing too is like they had this cool clone idea. And they don't do anything with it. Like they could have done, they could have done so many more clones and like made some crazy like stuff happen. Clone and like,
2: wars.
1: Yeah. Or like.
2: Star Wars or Shadow did Clone it. Shadow Clone Jutsu.
1: <laughs> like, I was I'm very much expected someone to have died and like you didn't actually kill me, you killed my clone. None oh, of wow. that. None of that happening. Was like very rick and
2: morty. huh <laughs> i'm like rick and morty those dudes yeah do that all the time and
1: <laughs> they like, oh, we're back totally could have done some cool stuff with it and just um i don't know i think it's a really neat idea and that they should have probably spent a couple more years um watching some ridley scott before making it hmm. <laughs> that's that one sci-fi to another lj what were you watching
2: I watched Ghostbusters too. Uh, considering I watched the first one like last yeah, week, God is that considered it. A,
1: sci-fi? I'm right. Yeah, sci-fi esque. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh yeah, I would consider it sci-fi. Um, so Ghost last side, sci-fi. week, yeah. So last week, I watched the first one. So I was feeling the vibes, the Halloween vibes, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, it was, this was like Halloween night, and uh, I, I was already kind of home early after trick or treating, which was also weird during COVID. Um, so I watched it, and I watched about an hour of it, um, and I was like, you know what, this is—it's interesting uh, because it's—you could definitely tell it was newer than the first one. Like it had more, like the picture was a lot more clear and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pretty much a direct sequel, like five years after the original Ghostbusters. Uh, a lot, all the same characters are back, and uh, I thought it was good. I realized that I got parts of one and two mixed up with each other as a kid, because the whole plot of this one is that there's this like evil like painting uh, that's like that's got this like ancient being inside of it, and then the first one was also like an ancient being or, or whatever. But there was parts of it because I always thought Stay Puft was in the second one for a long time. But no Stay Puft is in the first one. And is that
1: the giant hostess thing?
2: Yes, the okay. marshmallow man. Yeah. And so, I, I watched the second one. I finished it the next day, and it was okay. It was not nearly as good as the first one. Um, but like I said last week, uh, it it's kind of interesting to see like what a summer blockbuster was really like in the eighties. Mm. Like it felt like if they were to remake any movie like now, like I know they've remade so many of them. I feel like if they tried to do a proper remake instead of the 2016 version, like I would have loved to see what that kind of would look like.
1: Um, now we're getting but now,
2: Yeah, we're getting so we talk about that last week. Speaking it, of yeah. what theaters,
1: theater is, that was supposed to come out in July.
2: Yeah, and I think it got pushed back to summer 2021.
1: Crazy. Because uh, oh. I looked it up, and
2: uh, having seen... Um, I mean, having watched the second one, there is a baby in the second one named Oscar. It's a Sigourney Weaver's kid. Uh, in the in the in the
1: movie, uh, that Sigourney Weaver's kid was an alien. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so it's like I wonder if like that kid from Ghostbusters Two is gonna tie into it because because the baby's name is Oscar. So I'm gonna be looking out for that if I ever watch Afterlife. But yeah, it was kind of interesting to be like, yeah, this is what a summer blockbuster was like in the '80s, and. I don't yeah, know. It's like cool. it feels. It feels like in a lot of ways, the idea of what that is still kind of like holds up. And it had a lot of humor, and it was serious, and um, it was a good watch. And I hadn't seen those in years. Yeah. So uh, I decided to watch that while I was still feeling the Halloween vibes, because if I got too far away from it, then I would forget about it altogether.
1: <laughs>
2: cool.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: When we get into the movie news what's going on Shelly
0: uh not much really not much but <laughs> what can you do guess yeah. what Yeah, when
1: nothing's coming out there's not really news to talk about
0: yeah but guess what we're getting another Power Rangers
1: reboot go go Power Rangers I, I, we again we just
0: got one
2: we just yeah we, I was I feel like I was the Red Ranger for Halloween on Saturday that's funny <laughs> just... and
1: it wasn't a terrible reboot it just didn't do well
0: yeah. yeah, I'm so annoyed with freaking like Hollywood, especially when they're like, "Oh, well, let's make a movie, but also tease a sequel." But if the movie doesn't do well, they're like, "Okay, scratch that, no sequel, just yeah, reboot just make a it better again. sequel. I'm like, I, "Are you that bugs kidding me too. Me? Yeah, it's super annoying because it's like, okay, you legitimately like. I mean, we all know Hollywood is like pretty scummy. They're just in it for the money. But this is just blatant. <laughs> it's so blatant about it. It's like not even... They're not even trying to hide it. They're not even trying to, like, pretend that they actually care about Power Rangers. I think like... if they
1: do it, it's a soft reboot. Because the Power Rangers, you know, the show has, like, 80 million different Power Rangers now. It uh, yeah, should be connected and just be a new generation of Rangers.
2: Yeah. Kind of like what they tried to do. Well, I mean, I know what you mean. But, yeah, like, they just... They they kind of did that, in a way. I mean, it was a re- it was a reboot, but... Of the whole thing, but like, it's man, just really like they could have done that with the previous one. It's like they yeah.
0: they did do a reboot, it wasn't that successful. Oh, try again. What?
2: That's See right. how it works. I'm trying to get a vibe on whether this is Hasbro or not because uh, I was surprised recently because I, I played that uh, Power Rangers fighting game and they have the the Blue Ranger from that movie in the fighting game, so it's like. I know that they acknowledge this... It's existence. That's, yeah, they acknowledge that movie's existence. Like, it's got its own... Because, especially with the comics and everything right now, there's this whole, like, multiverse kind of thing going on called, like, The Grid and stuff. Yeah. And so, it's just like, okay, well, so you're still going to acknowledge this or not? Or, like, are you going to be like Disney and just erase it from our canon? Like, I don't know. It's
0: really <laughs> annoying. I'm tired of movies being made, then and then... Just that same series, that same franchise, just being like, "Oh no, that movie doesn't exist anymore because we're rebooting it."
1: It's like there's a Legend of the White Dragon coming out. That should be good. Oh yeah, from Bat in the Sun, that got I believe they got uh, funded. Yeah, I mean I know
2: I know JDF has been posting about that, and it seems like it's gonna be cool.
1: Yeah, that's not a reboot. I mean, that's literally the original Power Ranger. Yeah, do yeah it's kind
0: of like I I feel like uh you know handle franchises and 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 if you do have bad like movies or whatever in your franchise, just like if you if you want to make a sequel, make a sequel. Just make it really good. If you know what it first better. Is bad. Exactly. It reminds me of like how um. Crash 4 handles all of its um, bad games, right? Because mm-hmm. Crash 4 came out it is a canonical sequel, but they're just like, you know, oh, how many times you beat this guy? He's like, oh, only three other times or whatever. It's yeah. like they're, they're just <laughs> yeah. making like a joke about it, essentially.
1: They're just oh like acknowledging yeah, like, yeah,
0: there's some bad games out there, but this is a game where we think it's really good and just have that confidence. Come yeah. on, now.
1: That's what I want to have with Sonic. I want Sonic Adventure 3. Yeah. I've been told that by the rights, it's a, from what I've read, there's no possible way for them to do that because Sega doesn't actually have the rights to Adventure Three. No. In a, some weird way, but I would love that if they were just like forget all the other stuff. Yeah. This takes place after Sonic Two.
0: Yep. Yeah. Dude, I would, I'd be all about that. Not
1: gonna lie. It'd be so cool.
0: Um, but besides that, uh, Tomb Raider Two, uh, got news no. that it's gonna be delayed indefinitely. At this point, I think they. I'm sad. I like that movie. Yeah, they pushed it, and at this it point, okay. it's just—it's just always going to be delayed. Um, but that's I guess again, I could play surprising. the games
2: again. This, I feel like a sequel would be really good. Um, but yes, I mean, it's like we talked about that first movie before, and it's like mm-hmm. if you haven't played the games, like it's okay. Um, but I still re- recommend you play the games. I almost like them better than Uncharted. I think. Yes.
0: Cool. Which uh, is also getting movie because of
1: Tom Holland. Yeah, <laughs> we about that last it just week. finished wrapping. Or just wrapped filming. It just finished filming. Finished wrapping filming. Um, That's what I'm trying to say. You want to try? Okay. <laughs> I think I got it. I think I really got it. Got it <laughs> that was stop. fun watching,
2: watching you navigate that. Uh,
1: tr- <laughs> like a tongue twister. But it's not. I was just struggling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I have anything more to say about that. We could go to TV. Yeah. Movies was weak this week, but um, cool. that's fine.
1: Well, I watched so much TV, uh, but I'm actually leaving some of it out. The one that we, I didn't ask you guys, I'm just expecting, all watched was Mandalorian?
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, and so man, good. that episode, season two, episode one is good. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Big I don't hype. want to spoil too much. Uh, Big because... the things.
2: The things I can say without spoiling it are, the costume work was really good. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the practical effects were amazing. Like there was, I feel like there was hardly any CG in that whole episode. Yeah, I,
0: and I really appreciate that. Like I, I love that they, um, Star Wars cares enough about itself. I guess Disney cares enough about Star Wars to to kind of keep to those roots, those original roots of like really good makeup, good costume design, good like environmental.
1: John Favreau specifically.
0: Yeah, and and seems
1: to be very about it.
0: Yeah, and it's just it it's so good. It's so refreshing to Mm. see a show like this that really just excels there because and it's awesome. Like I've seen um. I saw a lot of like you know read a post on people with their Mandalorian costumes. I'm just like, bro, you look like you'd just be in the show. Like it, yeah. it's so good and it's really it's simple, honestly. Like mm-hmm. the things in that show are fairly simple, and I think that's yeah. part of why it's so effective. So
1: but, and LJ, it's, like, you bring it, like no CGI. Uh, you have you guys read about like the screens that they're using? I think we talked about it, but I can't remember. Yes, the so they're not green be, screen like... in the backgrounds. They're literally making giant screens giant, yeah. that are have the picture there already, um, so not done in post, and then they're filming those screens, so it feels like you're literally filming in those areas,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is crazy to me.
2: That's probably why they were able to. I mean, I guess they had to have worked on a lot of it before COVID, but um, it's just kind of amazing. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, like they can the, literally the sky make and everything...
2: Like I'm, I'm sure a lot of those sets, uh, the screens are probably like, the sky and everything, and probably help them capture the tones of all those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually watched it twice because <laughs> they, uh, on Saturday night uh, we put my nephew to bed and we we're all like hanging out, and I was joking around and I was like, oh, you know what? I just want to put the Mandalorian on again. And then my stepdad goes, go for it. I'll, he like, <laughs> and so we ended up watching it again.
1: That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I loved there are a ton of Easter eggs, so much, and I don't want to give a lot away. Um the one really small thing that I you wouldn't know it unless you knew it was uh the pod racing bike.
0: And there's so Dude, many more
1: yeah. to like the green, there's so many more Easter eggs and we won't bring them up yeah. because it would get really into the plot. Uh if you're a fan of Star Wars, it's a good episode for that kind of stuff. Um, I think
0: another reason Mandalorian, sorry, I cut you off.
1: Oh no, it's no problem. I just was so cool to see the bike. I literally kept pausing the (laughs) show and be like, "This is this. This is this." And so, like, one of the bikes that one of the guys is driving is literally made out of a pod racer that looks like it could have been Anakin's pod.
0: I and by history, it looks like it, like it could have been. It is logistically, like it definitely probably is handed from seller to seller and used as parts. So
1: so cool.
0: It's nutty. Um. I was just going to say that I think one of the reasons Mandalorian is so expect, uh, effective, and I think we already talked about this, but it, 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 it appeals to the Star Wars fans because of mm-hmm. things like that, but it's also, like, they don't throw it, like, in your face so hard that if you aren't a Star Wars fan, you know... Like, tons of people who wouldn't really consider themselves diehard mm-hmm. Star Wars fans also love the show. Um, right. You know, they see... Um, the child, and they're just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They see the Mandalorian, they are like, this guy's so cool. They see the characters, they see the world building. It's all really interesting, the storytelling. But then, yeah, mm-hmm. if you are a Star Wars fan, it's just sort of like a cherry on top because you get to see all these cool references that get thrown in there. Um, little Easter eggs and um, stuff that don't really yeah. impact the story all that much. I mean, yeah, I think there was something in this episode mm-hmm. that impacts the story, but you're just going to have to watch the episode and see for yourself. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's
0: space uh, big hype it one is the space favorite...
1: western that I wanted Han Solo to be
0: yeah uh, one
2: of my favorite little very small parts was uh, that first fight scene uh, there was a part where a guy like punches him in the helmet and he just like takes it because he's like dude like it's a helmet like you're not gonna <laughs> do anything to me like <laughs> it was, oh, it was so one of those cool. very subtle things that you like find during a fight scene and I was just like ah that's funny and also, in
0: case you didn't know, they do have a pretty nice extensive, um, like, re- refresher at the beginning of the episode. If you didn't catch kind of up like on Netflix season does. one, you'll mm-hmm. be reminded of some things. So don't don't be worried about that, because I definitely was. I was like, I haven't, I haven't rewatched season one. I don't want to know you remember what happened. And they watched it, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is fine. I remember everything important.
2: Yay. I f- I feel like they got better with the child too. Like he makes all these little noises and stuff Gosh, now, I and he's so reactive again. to things. Like, yeah. oh, they he's did so, so much better with and him. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. perfect.
0: He is perfect. Yeah. Honestly.
1: Moral of the story: Don't sleep on the Mandalorian. Even if yeah. you're, you're not even not a huge Star Wars fan, or you feel like Star Wars is oversaturated. This is the one thing you're not going to want to miss.
2: I think I mentioned it, I forget, I think we may have mentioned it last week, but this is the one thing that, like, unites prequel fans, sequel Mm -hmm. fans, like, Mm -hmm. everybody. You're so
0: right. Like, I know so many people are super upset with, like, the late, the most recent trilogy, some people just know and love the originals, some people Mm -hmm. love and hate the prequels, but you're right, this really brings in all sides, and again, like, even characters to... People don't really have much opinion on Star Wars in general if they just you know passively mm-hmm. watch it or whatever like it's it really appeals to a lot of people because it's so I don't know you don't you don't get to see a lot of good like space westerns like they're just it's, not it's, many out there
2: it's pretty versatile like so. kind of like you were talking about that you know before they have the Mando who's this awesome cowboy dude and they have the child and so people will be like oh that's so cute i want to watch it for baby yoda basically yeah it's
0: a it's a simple <laughs> dynamic but it's a very effective dynamic mm-hmm. yeah.
2: so yeah <clears throat> cool yeah we should move on before
1: we <laughs> before we say more. yeah i think we navigated that well yeah <laughs> there yeah uh so I'll, I'll talk about all the other shows that i've been watching there's a lot of them I mentioned that I went to a renaissance fair like a million times now and it was just funny because I got home and I turned on the TV and I didn't know what I was going to watch. The first thing that's on Netflix is a show called Barbarians and I was like oh so fitting it's about like basically I don't want to say Vikings but uh, Barbarians are kind of in that same that same era they were a little bit earlier and uh, a lot of Vikings like were called Barbarians too Um, but it takes place specifically in Germany. Mm. Um, I can't remember what year, but way, way back. And they're basically like Vikings in Germany, and they're fighting uh, Romans who have come to invade them. And the show is only six episodes long, so super uh, simple, you know, fast. I watch it in a couple days because it's really good. And Mm. uh, you guys would be proud of me. I had subtitles on instead of watching the English dub.
0: Whoa! Because
1: it is it's live action uh where they had an english dub and i felt like the voice actors no offense to them uh, weren't doing a very good job of portraying the emotions that i was seeing in the people's faces <laughs> uh, and so i was like I, I feel like i'm not getting all the emotion here so i turned on the original german that it's filmed in um, and the acting is done really really well as far as i could tell um and i'm really glad that i I went to german just because i was right and there was so much more to the characters um than this obvious like reading on screen that the other that the other voices were doing um so and it's cool to me because it felt almost like i was watching something a little more historical authentic Uh, yeah yeah because i don't i don't know german so it just was like oh this is what the barbarian sounded like because i don't know any better uh and then the romans spoke in what i assume was probably greek maybe latin um probably latin uh and so That's... it was i don't know it's fun it's good good show the,
2: the 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 premise sounds like a game that an indie game i played a couple years ago called Wolverblade, where it was like these celts and they were like fighting off Rome uh, roman invaders
1: okay cool so, yeah there's some twists and turns i will say that uh it does it's very dramatic at times like something will happen and it will linger on a shot almost like a um soap opera
2: whoa
1: it was kind of funny (laughs) and like it's just i mean we're so used to hollywood's polished styles like you know germany as far as i know isn't like making a ton of big high budget you know movies like this it is rated m for mature i should mention that um for for good reason there's a lot of content in it Um, but there were just little tiny things that i was like oh this is so cheesy but the twists and turns in the writing of it all was actually really well done it felt very um well orchestrated i should say cool there is a love triangle that is very cliche uh very romeo and Julietesque. esque
2: if it's television there is probably a love triangle
1: is <laughs> that was it was really cheesy um <laughs> but oh and Grinhilda, that's not her name i can't remember the the lady's name, the main character, one of the main characters, there's three of them, uh, looks so awesome at the very end. So cool. I won't say any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> and because that was only six episodes, I needed more to watch. Tia, my wife, for those who don't know, was like, we can watch something but it's gotta be short. And I remembered LJ saying that Cobra Kai was only half hour long episodes.
2: Yes!
1: So I finally turned on Cobra Kai. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Damn. And I was not disappointed. That show it's, keeps me wanting to watch more and more. It's got no right to be good. It yeah. feels like.
2: We're talking about how like Hollywood is cheap and reboots everything and like grabs nostalgia. This does that in a respectful way, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also does new things.
1: And the characters make so much sense. Yeah. like You're following uh, Johnny Lawrence, which was like the bad guy in the first movie. Uh, and he's exactly where you would expect that dude to be <laughs> in the future, uh, and so I, I really like that because of the way that they wrote it. It's not; it's got kind of the Avatar effect of uh, the bad guys aren't like completely bad guys. Yes. Everyone's got both sides to them. There's there's a humanity there um, that just wasn't there in old TV. And I love the fact, kind of spoilery, but it's the show's getting kind of well old at this point. Love the fact that he calls him out for an illegal kick. Because in the movie, yeah. they didn't talk about that being an illegal kick at all, if I remember correctly. He was just yeah, yeah. celebrated back then, wasn't it?
2: I think so. It's yeah,
0: so like, like, oh my gosh! Ah!
1: Yeah! <laughs> so in the show, they're like, well, it was an illegal kick. And it's like, we all knew that, but in the movie, it was just okay. <laughs> so I was like, boom! Yeah. Calling him out. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and yeah, like he's very flawed, but he's also like... It, you know, like, you know, whether you're a believer or not, you know, everybody loves a good redemption story.
1: Yeah, I'm only on season one, so he's not redeemed yet. He's still. Every time I see him, I go, man, this is not a good guy.
2: (laughs) But but you start to see like he's doing his best. He's trying. Yeah, like yes, yes, he's trying. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yep. He's just he's not quite there yet. He's working on it. He's a work in progress, like we all, we all are. Yes. And, you know, the good guy, the... Uh, what's his name, Lorenzo? Oh, LaRusso. Daniel LaRusso, Daniel LaRusso yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not great either. Though he wasn't, yes. like, the nicest in the, the originals, if I remember correctly.
2: I mean, yeah, he... He was bullied, he kinda... but he wasn't a great kid. Yeah, so he's got a... um. Yeah, he has quite an arc, because it's they very much try to flip the script yeah which is something they literally say in the show as like (laughs) a lesson but it's just like it's totally what they did at the show
1: it's cool yeah he uh he's not awesome either but i remember him being a really whiny kid in the movie i remember being really mad at him because he asked miyagi to teach him how to sweep and miyagi comes out with a broom and starts sweeping and he's like, it's not what I mentioned, you know it, and he leaves. And I'm like, dude's taught you so much. If you can deal with the wax on, wax off. You can deal with the sweeping lesson.
2: <laughs> There's more of that for sure.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, well I'll, I'll keep you post on Cobra Kai. I'm sure I'll have it caught up soon. Uh, especially the half hour episodes.
2: I was going to say, I think the new season
1: starts in like January. That'll be four, right? Season four? Or season three? three? Ooh. Okay so i'll so definitely you be catching
2: seasons. up soon i think i binged both seasons within the course of like a couple days like it was like four it was like three or four days a season
1: dang okay <laughs> cool uh jay what else have you been watching netflix too recently. Uh,
2: yes i didn't watch a ton of it I, I caught one episode the other day but i started watching blood of zeus yeah which, Netflix uh, is pushing it hard if anybody is into Hades, uh, Blood of Zeus might scratch that itch more.
0: It's so funny because uh, uh, so my friend who raised about Hades also watched all of Blood of Zeus like right after <laughs> that.
2: So yeah, it's got a similar aesthetic. Uh, it's like a, it's got the same look of like Castlevania, like how it's got that like nineties ish like anime look. I don't like that look.
1: Um, get, I know. It, I think Netflix
2: yeah well I think what Netflix did is they saw oh this works people love this and decided to do that because Dragon's Dogma the anime also has a similar art style
1: it um, looks unfinished too
2: yeah I mean it's just in some ways it's like older style um, but yeah I haven't watched much of it it seems like it's going to be pretty cool though f- uh, from from what I can tell it's, it's up my alley um, I'll probably update more uh, as, as I watch. Um, right, cool. But I needed to watch something else other than Rebels, so I was like, "I'm gonna watch this now." <laughs> so, cool. Yeah.
1: Well, then we'll get into the TV news then, uh, where I'm not as good at segues as as Shelly is. Speaking of Netflix, we'll go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeez. There is a uh, Assassin's Creed show in the works. We've all probably heard about now, but people haven't heard our opinions on it. I'm really, yeah. really excited for it. What if do you guys, they do it right, I think it could it right. be very cool. Live action. Um, they've already got a cool little... like Netflix announced it in a cool way. Yeah. The little insignia. What do you think, Shelley? Excited? I think, not excited? I think
0: it could be cool. I think... Um... I think it could be neat. uh I'm not that interested
1: <laughs> no I mean I'm what not, I love I'm about really it, an
0: Assassin's Creed person I've only played like fair. one of the games so
1: I played two and apparently they weren't the greatest so I've I played, played almost
2: all of
0: them <laughs> I played
1: three which I've heard terrible things about like I thought the game was fine um, and then Black Flag people like Black Flag right yeah, yes that, like that is that's the one, one of the I played. most popular so. okay in 03, people were like, this is terrible. And I was like, I'm so happy to have a game. Uh, <laughs> it was like my first Wii U game, and I hadn't had a console for a while. I was excited. It's
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so weird you played that on a Wii U, but... Yeah. Cool.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyways, I'm really excited about the fact that uh, Ubisoft is going to have their hands in it, so they're... they're yes. Um, the people that are... Doing the storytelling in assassin's creed i believe are the same people that are helping write um the show or at mm-hmm. least part of the creative process which is huge uh and then also what i think is really cool about this if done right is they can kind of they can kind of bring the animus back if you guys don't know who have not played the game before the animus is like why they go back in time to all these different stories and it's for the longest time it was one person and he was going and visiting his ancestors who were assassins And um, discovering stuff about his ancestors through reliving their lives. And I think if they kind of go back to that, it would be really, really cool because you could have this one character who doesn't, you know, you have an actor who you don't have to pay a ton. Like he's just finding stuff out about the Animus and you see him maybe, you know, five minutes in each episode, 10 minutes in each episode, like the game. Uh, And then go to whoever you're following and you could literally have two or three seasons of one guy and then get tired of it and be like, all right, we're done with this era and go to another actor and like have other stories. And then it all kind of tie into this animus storytelling. Um, So it's got kind of a doctor who effect of it should never die because you can always get a new actor when you need.
2: Yeah. The, uh, (laughs) the animus thing is interesting because it's, it's taken a back seat. In the most recent games, because (laughs) people have complained, like, oh, we don't care about this stuff. There's people that actually really love that part of Assassin's Creed, and I think that's cool. Um,
1: After Assassin's Creed 3, I was really confused as to why you would continue the Animus.
2: Yeah, so they did this weird first-person kind of deal that you were this person that worked for Abstergo. Yeah, that's And then now they are doing... uh, The newest character that's been uh, doing stuff is Layla. I think uh, her name is. It's a female. Uh, I forget what exactly her story is because literally in Assassin's Creed Origins, all you have to do is like a little objective, and you can hop right back in, in the Animus. And I think with Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well, it's it's very like, oh, you don't want to do all this stuff? Okay, fine, just go hop back in. And <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure there's a decent story there with that character, but I just I have no idea what it is. <laughs>
1: I think it was a um, terrible idea to, uh... It's, it's an old game. I'm gonna just... Spoilers for Assassin's Creed 3 that nobody liked. The main Animus dude dies. And it was like, so it was at the end of the, like, game series? It, it's weird to have the Animus goes, since then.
2: That story goes bonkers. It's so weird, because then... Now, a lot of the stuff is about, like, the early civilization and, and stuff like that. Like, how there's these ancient aliens that created our world. And then, um, like, I even did research, like, like what was... So, what about Jesus? Like, what's their excuse for Jesus? Uh-huh. And so, I think they talked about how, like, the Shroud was, like, a piece of Eden or something. Because now, like, all the biblical stuff are, like, pieces of Eden. Like, the apple is this, like, orb thing yeah. in, the, in, the, yeah. in the early games. Yeah and so um so that the the excuse for jesus was that like he had this you know power he had this power from this early civilization and i was like okay like for Assassin's creed lore that's kind of cool that's kind of cool you at least acknowledge him but i was like i think it's it was interesting to look up like okay how do they answer
1: for this you know like right well if i remember um, correctly they kind of demonized christianity a little bit with the templars at first didn't they
2: well, it was very much the easy thing to go with, like, as far as the Crusades and stuff, because yeah, really, when you think about it, the Crusades aren't <laughs> a good thing, really, that happened yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, so, I think they leaned into that.
1: Just, like, low-hanging fruit?
2: Even if they went back to, like, the Jerusalem stuff in the Netflix series of, like, the original Assassin's Creed, I think that'd be cool.
1: I think it should go, like, way, way back, and then, as the seasons progress, they can just whenever some, a story gets old be like and it's done now I come to the next mm-hmm. one yep. and they can keep it fresh for for years if they want to but i kind of said the same thing about altered carbon and i was wrong there um has carbon's being yeah. canceled after two seasons and i thought the same thing i was like what well, you can literally have whatever actor you want play the the main character uh because I, I, they could it just wasn't because receive.
2: of the story i don't think i think there was other reasons it got canceled
1: Oh yeah, uh, not yeah. It yeah. just wasn't but, didn't do well.
2: But yes, with the transition of like the the actor, I think that was it made it easy for them to do because they're like, oh well, give him a new sleeve.
1: Yeah, and now you can give him a new assassin. Whole new story. Yep. You can even have the same time era and be like, and then that person died, so now you're playing mm-hmm. their cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the story. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Uh, another show that I don't know how I feel about. Um, we were talking about Hasbro and Power Rangers earlier, but Dungeons and Dragons has been turned into a TV show that's live action. That part worries me. I would definitely prefer like an anime or something. The D&D. movie
2: that came out in the 90s was bad. And they did <laughs> have a cartoon in the 80s that was pretty bad. <laughs> I don't
1: I don't <laughs> I just don't see it being you know what would be cool would be the Bandersnatch Uh or like they like have a, a yeah. where to
0: Yes.
2: Choose your own adventure.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because that's what it should be about. You gotta experience right. it, not just watch. <laughs> they could oh. literally
2: take also material from like other things, like Forgotten Realms, they could do like the story of like Drizzet or whatever. They could totally yeah. do, like, a Curse of straw, Like, they, there's material there. Just turn that into a I just feel like taking this something
1: that is... You can do whatever you want with. Yeah. And making a structured story with it is counter what D&D is all about. That's true. Like, it just... I don't know. I If it's a choose-your-own-adventure, I get it. Uh, it doesn't say anything about that.
2: That's why I could say they, sh- they should pull from the source material, because... Considering how long I've been in the Strahd campaign, it's like there's campaigns that
1: are so long that you could
2: probably make like their own shows out of.
1: Well, in each book is an era, too, so I guess you could... Like, the big historical events happen between the books. Mm-hmm. You could kind of showcase those historical events.
2: Yeah, like, it, it doesn't have to be, like, oh, these people who are actually playing D&D, they enter the world of, you know... Right, that's like, my thing, that. is like, I don't want to follow that would be so a
1: dumb. D&D party. That yeah no, uh, no, no, no. even if it's not people playing, but it's just like this is a show about this party that plays d and d just like you.
0: It's like I don't know if the like, but spells, like a world. Ma- that match, and so I don't think that would be enough <laughs> to keep me interested, honestly, like if they, yeah, so yeah, I feel like if they took a story that was already like you mentioned like Crystal Straw or something, I don't know, that might be cool, but uh, yeah, just like having like a random d and d party, I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't like, want a how, party. How, I want like how do you give me a main character. Yeah,
1: that lives in that like, world.
2: Like, how do you fabricate a story off of something that ha- that like off of stories that are built so organically? Like, yeah, exactly.
0: Like, you know, everyone has their idea of like how it'd be really fun to make some sort of like show or comic or thing mm-hmm. about like their party because it's super entertaining to them, but. um Yeah, there's just so much nonsense that happens in D&D that wouldn't make sense for a show. (laughs) And and if they did that, it'd be like, ooh, this
2: week we're going to take on, you know, this monster kind of a thing. Like, it'd be like a,
0: they'd be dropping, name dropping all the time. Yeah, and I feel like, I I just, again, like, D&D is so nonsense and so chaotic and doesn't follow, like, I mean, DMs can try to have, like, a story and plot line, but players are going to ruin that. And if they if random characters just like die from you know rolling ones or something like how would they implement that <laughs> you know would they so yeah i just D D's meant to be played someone will just
1: get crushed by a, a castle falling from the sky and like man <sighs> yeah. that was critical
0: <laughs> and like i yeah, understand this... people like you know people like watching critical roll and stuff but i feel like that's even a little bit different because it's um I mean, those are all professional professional D D players. They're all they're professional, voice like actors, yeah. voice actors. They their their yeah. job is literally to entertain and to act. They can so. make it fun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's weird, but whatever. It's, this idea sounds like a crit
2: fail.
1: <laughs> Maybe it could be good. We'll see. I don't. I think it's. We'll a, see what they do. It's so easy to make it cheesy and bad. There's so many things. They could make it cheesy and bad. Hopefully they know to avoid stuff. It's the one thing where you don't want any nostalgia value. Like, I don't I don't want yes. a party. I don't want someone to use Fireball. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't want any of that. There's
2: going to be, like, oh,
1: gosh. That's that, what I mean.
2: I, yeah, I mean, I keep going back to source books. Like, an actual written material that's already been written. Just do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Or like I said, if you have like the history between, you know, book four and five, um like a whole bunch of cities are burned down because of like a war. It would be cool to know about that that war and not mm-hmm. really you know not be able to like about a party, but just about that those people in that time in this yeah. fictional world. Could be cool. Yeah. See, alright. But you can play a and D campaign of the, I don't know. Uh anyways, <laughs> uh- <laughs> hashtag GUGcast on twitter this is a good one do you think a D tv show can be good yes or no leave us comments we'll end the podcast there you could ask us mm-hmm. questions we didn't uh you could totally do that by uh going to our discord uh if you don't know where our discord is go to thegeekstories.com and uh website and find uh the community tab and you can get in there and ask us all sorts of questions but we'll, we'll end the podcast there. Mm-hmm. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on
2: Twitter at WarHeroLJ on Instagram at War LJ underscore GT and streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays. Cool.
1: And Shelley?
0: Uh you can find me on Twitter at the 24 streaming occasionally on Tuesdays at Geeksner Grace. Well, yeah, twitch.tv slash Grace. <laughs> cool. And you
1: can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless.
2: Bye.
1: We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGcast on Twitter, or by joining the GUG Cast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.